0: buddy hi friends well from darkly overcast salt lake city utah it's Think god i'm atheist the podcast i'm frank feldman and i'm weatherman dan beecher <laughs> weather on the nines is that what that's we're right. doing yeah that's right news at 11 weather on the nines
1: <laughs> all right uh and coming up on this show today a pastor gets up admits to something turns out it was the wrong something
0: yeah, um, and I'm going to throw out a quick <laughs> trigger warning that oh, uh this show we're going you. to talk about some stuff, mm-hmm. uh, some, you know, th- in multiple places I'm we're going to we're going to cover some uh sex abuse stuff. Uh so if that's really hard for you, uh you may want to have your finger on that fast forward button or just skip it or whatever, but we'll try and be uh, we're on your side. Just know that. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um but first before we get to All of that. Oh Dan. (laughs) This right before we started recording, I was like, I love starting
0: a show off with a sigh.
1: (laughs) I was like, I was like, oh, I forgot the funny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. (gasps) The Taliban.
1: Oh, good. Dan. That's a great way to start a show. Kick it off with the Taliban, right? That's nice. Sure. Nice and light. I usually like to start with a light one. Yeah. This is the best I could do. Um, the Taliban, that's the ridiculous islamic fundamentalists overlords of afghanistan yeah um they uh, you know when they took the country back over they said you know this is going to be different this time we're, we're, <laughs> yeah right we're, <laughs> we're, this is a, a kinder gentler taliban that you guys are going to experience we're, we're going to respect women women's yeah. roles in our society this go around Uh, I I felt
0: comforted when they
1: said it. I don't know about you. Nobody believed them. uh, And slowly they've been just kind of going back to their old ways. Uh, And uh, so here's a little update having to deal with or or having to do with uh, TV news anchors in (laughs) Afghanistan. Uh, There are, you know, women who are TV anchors. And oh, well, uh, that's, a,
0: that's your mistake right there.
1: And so there they are on national television telling everybody the news. And uh, I have a feeling the Taliban doesn't love that. No. Um, but what they really were upset about, uh, they're going to let them keep reading the news. Uh, but they have to, uh, you know, wear a burqa, basically.
0: Well, yeah. Um, I mean, what if I could see their head? <laughs>
1: So it's just a voice, really, that's coming at you with the news—a female voice. I guess that's allowed. You're allowed to hear their voices. They're gonna have, have to work on that. I think they really need to. Yeah, um, they need to figure some stuff out. And I use the word burqa. They're not going full burqa with the evening news yet, um, but they do. Women do have to cover their faces and sort of the 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 the, the Is that the the one where it's niqab? like niqab? where they're obviously their hair is covered because of course their hair is covered. And then all you can really see is their eyes. Right. And so yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a ninja look. It, it is a little, the news ninja. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's great. Well, anyway, um, apparently though, they are trying to meet these women halfway. The Taliban is, um, oh, they are good. okay with it being a medical mask if they must. Um, <laughs> as long as we don't see those horror lips of yours yeah keep that nose and mouth out of the picture and we're gonna be at least for now okay with you on tv well here's um so, uh, something from sonia niazi she's a, a news anchor on afghanistan's tolo news she says uh, it is just an outside culture imposed on us Forcing us to wear a mask and that can create a problem for us while presenting our programs. She said that for the first time she wasn't feeling good at all (laughs) while presenting television, um, which is awful. This decree is unpredictable for all female presenters because Islam has not commanded us to cover our faces. Every Islamic scholar and political figure has opposed this decree. I don't know. Obviously not every yeah, that that feels a bit sweeping. Yeah, <laughs> but and this is this is actually pretty amazing in an act of solidarity with uh, their female colleagues. The channel that she presents on uh, all the male personnel covered their faces with masks while reading the evening news. Interesting. Well. This is an ongoing thing. I would I don't know. I would be surprised if women are still even on TV. Yeah. At Some point in the near future. So. Yeah.
0: It seems it this the this, this is not a regime that uh, that looks for a, a positive outcome for everyone. <laughs> New. No. When, no. when there is conflict, uh, they they don't loosen. Yeah.
1: And while general, you know, American Taliban esque groups like you know, the religious right, you know, they're not gonna cover women's faces, but. Um, boy they get the, you know they're just looking at this going how do we get this how do we yeah. how do we get yeah, they, control of a country
0: we they they're, they're just years behind in <laughs> oppression technology when it comes right down to it they're like meeting with the taliban so can
1: we get some pointers <laughs> on like taking over
0: how do you guys pull it off it's so great what
1: you're doing it's like twice now
0: yeah well, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring us right back here to these United States uh, where the, the Southern Baptists, which is the sort of largest Protestant denomination here in these United States, they're in some hot water. Mm. Um, they, so back in 2019, uh, we talked about a little bit about this. Um, it, the Houston Chronicle and the San Antonio Express News worked together to publish a series of articles talking about a six-month-long investigation that they did into uh, the Southern Baptists and their, uh, their churches. And sh- to, to the shock and dismay of all informed observers, they discovered that there was a big problem with sexual abuse. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. We who could have seen it coming? <laughs> who could possibly have seen that coming? Shocking. Um so this what the the interesting thing about this is that uh people knew that there yeah. that there was sexual abuse within the SBC, mm-hmm. but the 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 extent of it was unknown, and the SBC itself, for its part, had claimed that they didn't really have any information, any, any sort of grand compiled information about it. Hmm. You know, unlike, you know, the Catholics or the uh, the Mormons that have a very centralized power structure, mm-hmm. the SBC is actually, you know, sort of a conglomeration of a lot of very independent churches that are sort of bound together, but there's no major central... Uh, overseeing entity there's hmm. just sort of the, you know it's, it's, it's just a you know the group so it turns out though that this series of articles put enough pressure on them that they decided that they had to actually do something so they commissioned their <laughs> oh. own report okay. on, the, on the thing and uh, it's not good Oh, the report Lord. just came out and uh, nothing is okay in oh, it. Oh, God. I mean, no one, this should surprise no one who listens to our show anyway, because it's constant. If you have a religion, if you have a power dynamic with a trust issue thing, you're going to have sexual abuse. But it's really bad. This was an almost 400 page report, I think. And it outlines seven hundred different abusers, including major leaders. Oh my God. Uh in in the in the organization. Um and then and not just, you know, they weren't just abusing, but they were also doing that fun little thing of that the Catholics taught them about covering up the abuse. Oh yeah. And about shuffling ministers away to abuse in other places, and about uh intimidating victims so that uh, they don't say anything or so that they feel like they'll be disenfranchised or so that they, you know, it, it was, it was just, but it's systemic. The point is that it's not just uh, isolated incidents. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it is a systemic problem that, uh, that reaches all the way to the top of the, of the thing, you know, reports of former SBC president, Paige Patterson, uh, who, who told a student not to report a rape and then uh, also emailed his intention to meet with a different student who had reported an assault uh, with no other officials present so he could, quote, break her down. Hmm. You know, they literally, so there was a Southern Baptist leader. He was a former SBC president, Johnny Hunt who apparently assaulted another pastor's wife. Jesus. Uh, Christ. He's denying it, but uh the you know this is in this report that he you know literally uh, like pinned her to the couch and pulled down her shorts and Holy uh, I mean shit. Just this is not this is this not is a, just, you know, grooming. No. This is full-on assault rape. But, Dan, these are yeah. men of God. Well, <laughs> that's uh, that's like, true. That's what they are. I,
1: I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Yeah. It's almost starting to seem like, Dan, that um, religion might not be as good as people have made it out to be. I, I, I pray <laughs> that you're wrong. I pray. Organized religion... No, no, no! It, it cannot be the problem of <laughs>
0: of yeah. religion, is it? Is it's it? uh, it the yeah. Uh, this report is, I mean, because it's again, like now, I'm not shocked. First, by it.
1: the Catholics, you know, yeah. Um, we've heard a little bit about some Mormon problems. Um, I heard think, about some I think other big groups. things are going to come. And now I think the same shit's going to happen in Mormonism. It's going to have to, it's, it's bubbled out there a little, you know, been bubbling around. You hear the occasional accusation. The Mormon church is so good at deflecting it somehow.
0: They're, they're excellent at it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dan, that's rough. (sighs) That's brutal.
1: The Southern Baptists. Oh, (laughs) I would have seen it coming. (laughs) Such, such righteous people. Damn. Impossible to predict. (laughs) <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Uh, fuck. All right. Here we go again. Uh, so in America, it's uh, we're getting to know some new uh, Republican candidates for public office. It's exciting times in an election year, right, Dan? Yeah. Um, the, the, <laughs> all, all, and I've come <laughs> to really look forward to elections here <laughs> in these United States. <laughs> and as always... It's really the the cream of the crop, right? It's It's sort of the the best that America has to offer who are standing up and saying, "You know what? I want I want to serve my fellow man. Uh, and uh, so I could not possibly highlight all of these special individuals, but I picked out two that just seemed to mm, really encapsulate the um, level of complete insanity. Going on uh, with Republicans right now uh, The first mm. one that I'd like to talk about Is Jackie Eubanks uh, She's running for uh, The Michigan State Senate And she Is uh, um, Anti uh, birth control uh-huh. uh, And uh, She went on to uh, What was the program so, um, uh, She was interviewed by uh, The church militant Oh wow I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, yeah, I, that, doesn't, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> I've saved clicking on that link until later. But uh, she said, I guess we have to ask ourselves, uh, would that ever come to a vote in the Michigan State Legislature? And if it should, uh, I would have to side with it should not be legal. Uh, people believe that birth control... It's better, like you said, oh, because then you won't get pregnant and you won't need to have an abortion. Uh, But I think it gives people the false sense of security that they can have consequence-free sex. And that's not true. And that's not correct. Sex ought to be between one man and one woman in the confines
0: of marriage. Yeah. So, Um, Please explain to me how birth control changes who's having the sex. The one man, one woman thing is not relevant. Matter of fact, do you know who doesn't need birth control? <laughs> one woman and one woman. Yeah. And or one man and one man.
1: Yeah, yeah I true. think she's
0: advocating for homosexuality is what she's doing.
1: Yeah. I Boy, I know. Um, she says, uh, she continues. She goes, uh, we are going up against the beast. Oh, uh, God. Uh, the beast hates us. But the good news is God is on our side. And God went, God wins. Um, (laughs) if we continue to pray and to not comply and to stand up and peacefully fight back. Yeah, right. Uh, we will see the regime's power broken. And finally the people will be put back in their rightful place as the true sovereigns of this nation. What the fuck Mm. is she talking about? Yeah. Um, so that's her delightful anti birth control people. This is coming down the pike. With um, the Supreme Court obviously about to overturn Roe v. Wade, you know, that's the principle on which Roe v. Wade was decided was a privacy issue. Well, there were other things like the right to birth control that were decided on the exact same uh, right to privacy. Yeah. Also gay marriage. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, Or even actually previous to marriage, the right for gay people to have sex with each other. Correct. Yeah, there's there's a lot. Uh,
1: The backward slide that is about to happen. Well, here's a fun one. Republican candidate for governor of Oklahoma. They're still in primary season. So it's Republicans running against Republicans for governor still. Um, But uh, he has called for a total ban on abortion without any exceptions. Uh, And his argument is that life begins
0: before conception. Oh, whoa, whoa. (laughs) I mean, I knew that there would be a space race for like who can be the most crazy, but I, I honestly didn't see that one coming. Yeah, he says no life
1: even conceived in the most heinous or even less than ideal circumstances, <laughs> that's a nice way of saying it, uh, yeah. is a mistake. As I sit here and talk to you, I can tell you unequivocally, even the people that are pro-choice are not mistakes. Oh, that's nice. No, that's very <laughs> sweet of <laughs> him. He says, everybody has a purpose. Jeremiah 1.5, I knew you before you were created in the womb. So I believe life begins uh, in God before it begins at conception wow well cool figure out yeah. that law
0: Bain. yeah exactly law. legislate that dude <laughs> have fun <laughs> let's um and let's uh, get a little nasty about it let's have some some fun with it he has
1: pledged did i say his name i think mark so. I sherwood know. anyway oh no um, man, i don't remember he has that. pledged to go further uh let's go even further if elected Eliminating all abortions and criminalizing the procedure as felony murder. Yeah. There. And that's also coming down the pike. Now, yeah, they're still just candidates. So get out there and fucking vote. And I would say yeah. in Oklahoma, you probably have a similar situation in a lot of places like we have in Utah, which is uh, all of you who find it reprehensible to be a Republican go and register as a republican and vote in these primaries. Yep. Like vote for the one person who is the least crazy.
0: Yeah. Literally we're we're at the point where it's it's all least worst here. Yeah. That's what we're that's what we're <laughs> shooting for. That's the big goal. <laughs> oh, proud to be an American. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm okay. I'm going to take us out of this country, uh, but I'm not going to tell you where. I want you to guess where we are. Ooh, goody. Uh, there is a dust up happening in this part of the world. Okay. Where uh, there is a holy site, mm-hmm. and two different religious groups claim it. <laughs> oh, okay. And one of them, the dominant religious group of this area, is seeking through the courts. To be able to pray at this holy site while the other one wants them not to be able to because it's theirs. Where (laughs) am I talking about? Oh, Jerusalem? Wrong! What? Welcome to India! Oh, no. They've got one, too? Where uh, in (laughs) Varanasi, which is considered India's uh, the holiest city to Hindus, there is a mosque. Uh, oh, this mosque has been there since the 17th century. How dare they? And was built by the Mughals. Uh, that's the how Muslim dare uh, they people of the time. And uh, many historians, most historians agree that the mosque was built on the site of uh, the ruins of a medieval era Hindu temple. Oh, they got there first. That was uh, that was then raised to the ground by the by the Mughal emperor. Wow! So now was Hindus. Was this just are, like a
1: Muslim move? Like uh, <laughs> we come into your area, we're going to knock down your holy thing and put something on top of it? Yeah,
0: Christians have never done that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going to a a, a Christian a, a cathedral in. Southern Spain, I mm. think it was Cordoba, Spain. Oh, where uh, there are a surprising number of Arabic motifs in the in the architecture, because they done just took over the mosque and said, we this is a Jesus place now." Well, why re why why rebuild? Why you, rebuild? Have, you have
1: a functional building, just repurpose it.
0: It's, it's re- actually it's really pretty. Just mm-hmm. uh, take down. Uh, look, there's not even any pictures of Muhammad to take down. You just mm-hmm. throw Jesus up. Well, there's the Hagia Sophia as well. Yeah. There's a lot of these things. There's a lot. This is a thing. Uh, so who gets to control it, Dan? Well, here's the thing. The Hindus are, are suing to be oh. able to uh, to pray in this mosque. Oh. It, it's, what's really dumb is that it's literally exactly next door to a Hindu temple. Yes. That has plenty of space for praying. Yeah. It's like right next to it. I they are separated by a a, a single wall. I've yeah. actually seen uh oh, this this temple over over the wall. I wasn't allowed in, but I I got to look in over the wall. Well, it's
1: who cares who prays where? You don't believe their prayers have any effect, so who cares?
0: I mean, it's just it it's so it's literally apparently part of the Hindu nationalist movement and they're just they've this is something that they're doing now which is they're trying to actively take over uh muslim sites or or at least send the strong message that muslim that uh, the muslim religion is a second class a secondary religion and uh and that that hindus have priority and wow. with, with their current government in place, uh, they're getting a lot of action on it. Hindus are being real
1: dicks right now. Have they true. always been dicks? That was never my impression of them until recently.
0: Well maybe I just
1: I, didn't know enough about the Hindus.
0: Well, no, I mean it's literally it's the same as everybody. Religion is the same the world over. Sometimes they're nice <laughs> and then they get some power and then they're fuckheads. <laughs> Or rather, maybe it goes the other way. The fuckheads take over and mm-hmm. then they get some power. Yeah. I mean, it's it literally, and once it becomes like a nationalistic thing, once oh, it becomes like God. a politicized, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's identity politics. It's terrifying. It becomes, uh, yeah. Christian
1: nationalism is just making me crazy. Um, yeah. Just to bring it home. Right. Yeah, it's the same thing. Because they want to do they. God, they're they're literally looking at all these playbooks and just salivating. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: we could have that here too. Right. Wouldn't it just be a better place if everyone was forced to be Christian, or at least put up with us? Right. Wherever we wanted to be Christian. Yeah. All right, Dan. God, this is a
0: awful episode stop it stop it (laughs) it's a great episode everyone's having a good time don't don't shit all over everything uh
1: why did i pick this story um (laughs) all right um so dateline istanbul of course uh, news from turkey it's got to be good right apparently the uh, students at bug Bogazici University had been uh, doing some uh, pride festivities oh my which is awesome well done right sure that's where I mean at university it should be a kind of space where where young people can express themselves and um, anyway they they uh, they had like a little pride parade and there were um, some some uh, protests and whatnot because of course you know, it, it, even even though it's a university setting it's not the most welcoming uh, apparently right. the regents of the university are all picked uh, by the president uh, Erdogan right oh, and okay. he's kind of a douche yeah. um the, uh, his government has uh, been banning lgbt pride parades uh, since 2015 yeah um they say it's for security concerns <laughs> uh, because you know pride parades just yeah, they, they cause tons of problems.
0: Yeah. And it's definitely, it's definitely the gay folks that are the problem. Right. They're, they're, they're really causing a ruckus. Right.
1: Well, you know, th- this is actually kind of nice of him. He's protecting the gay people.
0: Yeah. He knows, real, real, he, real knows sweet. His,
1: he knows his people well, and that they will attack the gay people. Yeah. Um, and so. Because it, he tells them to. The gay, the, the, he knows how precious gay people are. <laughs> No, that's obviously not it at all. Um, And because they also cite uh, public sensitivities as a reason to uh, shut these things down. Um, So riot police uh, were called out to Bogazici University, and they surrounded dozens of students who were waving rainbow flags and calling for tolerance. Uh, And they began arresting the students one by one and then led them into police buses, uh, with their hands cuffed, et cetera, et cetera. A small group of students tried to resist, and their university is just shutting the whole thing down. Um, apparently, there was a, a poster somewhere on campus that caused quite the ruckus uh, because it showed the um, the the Kaaba, the meteor, most likely. The rock. The rock that's in the center of a giant square in um, uh, Mecca. Yeah. That's cons- it's a... Like the holiest site in Islam, basically, it showed the Kaaba uh, draped with uh, pride flags, oh. and uh, <laughs> that's that was not cool. And that was probably what
0: got this whole thing uh, broken up. But this this is why the young people uh, are great and stupid. <laughs> like. Like, hooray, and also, oh, you dumb, dumb person. <laughs> you're going to get someone <laughs> Why hurt. are you just pushing buttons that you know you are know like... That's,
1: you're not going to get away with that. That's like nuclear shit, right? Like, yeah. all they need... The only way they could have done that better um, to get a really bad response was to, was to put, like, Prophet Muhammad dressed up in... Like, yeah. uh
0: like an image of Muhammad kissing like, another man or something. Exactly,
1: yeah. I was going to go slightly different direction, but that that works too.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm going to end with some interesting news. I'm going to go ahead and call it good news. Really? Um, On this show? On this very show. uh, (laughs) I saved it for last so that we could all just have a little bit of a break. (laughs) <laughs> it's one that like you might feel a little uncomfortable enjoying because uh, it's churches doing something right. And that always makes me a little itchy because <laughs> uh, the other shoe's going to drop at some point. Right. Um, we actually talked about this a few years back, back in 2020 when there was a vote by uh, the Episcopal Diocese of Maryland mm to give reparations uh, to the African-American community, hmm. uh, which that just made me all kinds of worried because uh, the way that a church would do reparations does, scares the shit out of me. <laughs> but it turns out that they've just cut their first set of checks. They have oh. a, a, an over-a-million-dollar fund for it now. Oh, wow. And it and it is apparently growing because people are donating to it. Really, wow! And okay. they're giving this money. Uh, they're so the first set of checks are going to organizations that are that are set up to aid and uh, and help African American the African American community in their area to try and uh, to try and. Uh, I mean, the call went out, and basically, the call was these churches to look at their own wealth Hmm. and think about how it was built Hmm. on slavery Hmm. and then to actually give back to help try and rebuild or or build uh the community that was exploited so that that wealth could occur right i think that's great so you know there's a there's a group called uh, the Anne Arendelle Connecting Together. Uh, they they you know, they got thirty thousand dollars, and they basically oh. help they aid public housing residents and formerly incarcerated people to find jobs. Oh, great! Wow. Um, there's a, a a group called I Believe in Me who got who who work work to uh, instill self esteem in at risk youth. And they offer math and reading programs. There's a whole group. There's a whole bunch of groups, and they're you know they're getting checks for thirty thousand dollars, so that they can uh, so that they can actually do some good work in communities that were devastated by institutional racism. Well, that's that's wonderful. So, okay, church. Look at you living up to an actual like mandate of being good for your fellow man <laughs> it's a it can happen that's what i'm getting at here people it can happen yeah. on a very small scale in yeah. a small part of the country
1: just don't pay attention to the sex abuse report just but shut that's up all we're that.
0: asking you shut your mouth about that <laughs> Anyway, uh, there you go. Uh, if you friends would would like to chime in and 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 tell me how I'm wrong to feel good about about all these organizations getting their money, or tell me how I'm right, that would be better. Anyway, uh, please feel free to write into us about any old thing. the 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 email address is podcast at thankgodiamatheist or call and leave us a voicemail message. We'd love to hear
1: from you. The telephone number is. Stick around. There's more show coming up.
0: Well, Frank. Dan. uh, Our friend Kat Kerr has had some stuff to say. Oh, that Uh, crazy
1: pink haired lady. She, she is
0: literally, delight. this is the lady that lives down the street from us, from you, from everyone. Everyone's got one in the neighborhood. Who like, Everybody's got a cat cur. Who, I hope like, you, you don't. Know. Loves her cats a little too much. And if you get her talking, think she's sweet and she's nice. And then she'll start to tell you about her dreams. And then you're like, oh, I talked too long. I stayed too long. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but for some reason... This one has a platform, and people are taking her seriously as a prophet. So um, let's find out what happens when babies die, because Kat Kerr has seen it. She knows the answer, and it's delightful.
1: Um, I think Jesus welcomes most of the children himself personally, especially those who were like miscarried or aborted. He meets with them first. And any sadness that would even try to get into them, that he takes any. Uh, you know, if you're if you're really shy or, or the child doesn't know people, they make friends with Jesus first, and they love him. They just love Jesus. He'll come read stories to them. He takes him into the meadows and and do, does things with them. They go on rides of different animals, um, like kangaroo. I talk about it all the time. I've seen him put little babies in the pocket, and the kangaroo hops around. Birds will fly, the little babies around. They're all going with Jesus to have a picnic somewhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the uh, uh, the kangaroo thing might be my Ooh. favorite. Uh, my favorite of all of her prophetic uh, that's, predictions. That's just
1: brutal. That's rough stuff. That's I am. It's just I amazing. am
0: so in love with the fact that like she is just taking <laughs> the fantasies that she had as a little girl. <laughs> And translating them into what happens. This is oh. the same woman who was like, who, who told us about how volcanoes become water slides in mm. heaven. Yeah. Oh, heaven is just sounds like a delightful
1: place. It's literally the best theme park. And Jesus just taking care of the,
0: all the babies. Just Yeah. And, and even the shy ones, you know, those fetuses that were <laughs> aborted that were super shy. They're, they're going to be okay. They're they're gonna be fine. Oh, it's so
1: stupid. Uh, I I how the 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 big question is how does anybody listen to her? <laughs> how, like and like, take her is, seriously? Yeah, because I mean it's like you kind of if if she was in a like a group of people and they were all just as obviously nuts as she is you you would you'd get it right, you'd be like oh i I see why they're all just nodding their heads because they're sharing that shit crazy stuff too, yeah, but like there's like this grown man opposite her on this show, and obviously he's got a loose screw, but he uh like people like listen to her who yeah. don't seem as nuts, yeah. I
0: don't care. Yeah. They're not nuts. It's just uh uh yeah. How did, the second you you allow your brain to believe things that are genuinely impossible yeah. to be true, uh you've opened the door, man. A lot of crazy shit can get through if you're not careful. All right. Well, we had some some uh not crazy people write into us and call into us. So, uh let's get to that. Um Dear Brinkin' Dan I'm Stu, the fallen-away Jew, living in God's country. Uh, the purpose of this email is to respond to one of your letters last week, talking about how the writer's atheism had to be hidden for fear of their job and/or danger to their children. Before retirement, I was an elementary school teacher, and I felt the same way. The assumption was that everyone was a Christian. Christian holidays, language, and belief, including things like end times, miracles, angels, Mm -hmm. heaven, and hell, were understood as being shared by everyone. Mm -hmm. I spent January and February in the hospital and in rehab for COVID-19. And now and then, the chaplain would come into my room and ask to pray with me. The first time he did, I responded with something like, I'm not really a praying person. He asked if he could anyway, (laughs) so I said... Okay. Oh, After that, whenever he came, he would pray over me and I didn't oh, object. God. Oh, I also got cards and wishes from friends who said they would or are praying for me and I responded with thank you. Now that I think about it, I should have said something. I'm not teaching anymore. My children are adults and moved away. I can be authentic finally. Hmm, I do have a support group of non- non-belie- of non-believers and friends including believers but they accept me anyway without trying to convert me that's very important when something comes up that's obviously a christian assumption i just say christian privilege and they get it right away hmm. i accept that i live in a christian world but having some friends who get it really helps
1: hmm. yeah
0: yeah it's the important. uh the moment that we have a, the bravery to uh To be authentic Mm -hmm. is an interesting moment. And, you know, the truth is, Stu, I don't think it's, I don't think you ever, like, very few people go all the way to just whenever someone says something, saying something back. Mm. Because sometimes it's just not worth it. It's just not worth the trouble of being like, no, not everybody believes that, dude. Sometimes you just want to, like, get the conversation over and get out of there. But, Yeah. yeah, it can actually be pretty fucking freeing when someone comes to you and says, "Can I pray about X Y or Z?" and you just say, "Nope. We're not doing that." I don't want it. I it, it would only uh, sir it won't comfort me. Mm-hmm. It won't make me feel any better. It will just annoy me and make my day a little bit worse. Is yeah. that what you want to accomplish?
1: <laughs> I'm just incensed uh on Stu's behalf about the ding dong who like didn't pick up on his signal that he didn't want didn't want to be prayed over like fuck off i just told you politely without telling you fully 100 percent. like no fuck off dude yeah right like no i'm not the praying type that should be enough that should be enough what a dick that shit Makes me crazy. Write him a letter, Stu. Also, let him know. Come on, pick up on signals. I give I give people signals all the time that I don't want to talk to them, and they just keep talking, like (laughs) getting coffee at through the at the drive through thing, right? Right. Chatty, chatty, chatty. Sometimes I want to chat. Other times I don't.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: I mean, not everybody's
0: good at picking up on. Like as a as a uh, uh, neurodivergent person, Mm -hmm. I can say. Not everyone's good at picking up on non-verbalized signals. So sometimes you got to actually just say it out loud for us to get it. <laughs> that, is a, that is a, I fact guess that's a thing.
1: That's probably true. Uh, so you're saying this pastor was neurodivergent. Are you?
0: No, I'm saying this pastor was uh, not actually, I, I honestly think Stu should maybe consider writing a letter to the pastor and to, to this chaplain and just saying, you know what? You need to understand that what you did didn't give me any comfort mm. and instead made me feel worse and If you're honestly interested in providing comfort to people in your in that hospital, you should take that into consideration. yeah, go a
1: step further and say that his praying over you made you an atheist. <laughs>
0: I now know that there is no God (laughs) for what God would allow this sort of bullshit. I like it. All right. Uh, Well, we had someone call into us, did we not? We did indeed.
1: Um, Responding to our uh, In God We Trust license plate story from last week. Ah, great.
2: Hi, Frank and Dan. This is Elise in Middle Tennessee. Uh, Based on your story covering license plates in tennessee and nashville in particular i live about half an hour south and when i got my last license plate i decided well was there a license plate i wanted to get not personalized but one of the designer license plates that um gives money to a cause so i got one for the tennessee arts commission and it has a rainbow on it and my friend saw mine and decided to get the same one and when he went in to get his the woman at the counter said to him, oh, you don't want that one, and was trying to imply, of course, that it was the gay rainbow, even though it's the Arts Commission rainbow. Of course I bought it because it's got LGBTQ plus pride in its rainbowness. Anyway, he said, oh, yes, I do, and bought it, and we love our rainbow license plates. Take care, and thanks for a fun podcast now and always. <laughs>
0: i love you lady yeah not you the caller thank you (laughs) yeah thank you thank you caller yeah no license plate lady
1: the the license plate counter lady
0: right you need to shut your fucking hole (laughs) you're you work for the government you're not allowed to say shit like that oh
1: my god you know i i will say this about that part of the country i mean i don't know tennessee specifically but i know oklahoma and people who work behind counters they're free with their opinions. Is the thing oh is my the God. thing that I remember about life in in Oklahoma. <laughs> you, you don't experience that here in Utah. Like people are pretty mum about, you know, yeah. what what you're up we, to. We
0: practice healthy passive aggression
1: <laughs> in Utah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so that Look that really that. rings true to me of just like if, somebody being like trying to be helpful she thought she was being really sweet right (laughs) instead oh no honey that one's
0: for the queers you don't want that one (laughs) bless your heart you didn't even know (laughs) yikes Uh, all right that's Um, delightful well river has written to us river says hello frank and dan I have a bone to pick with Douglas, whose email on violence and language was read on episode five forty-five. Hmm. Douglas, you, do you remember this? I we talked about it. Douglas, I think, was a lawyer who was saying uh, I had said that, you know, violent that language could be violent. Douglas took issue with that. Uh, River says Douglas defines violence as physical assault on a person or property. This is an incomplete definition at best. If there is an actual legal definition, it's a definition that excludes most of the ways people actually harm and are harmed. In my opinion, the World Health Organization's definition is more useful when you're thinking about the harms done to humans by other humans. The intel- the, and this is the quote from the WHO. The intentional use of physical force or power, threatened or actual, against oneself, another person, or against a group or community which results in or has a high likelihood of resulting in injury, death, psychological harm, maldevelopment, or deprivation. River goes on, there's a mountain of scholarship about what is and isn't violence out there. It's not just as simple as physical assault on a person or property. And I did heavily edit this uh, email because there was uh, River included a bunch of citations to studies and, and, and went into much more detail. Um, but I wanted to make sure that, uh, that their, uh, main point got across. So thanks for that river. Yeah. Uh, and we have some folks to thank. I'm, I'm we going do. to start us off. Yes. Lee came over onto the PayPal side of things and gave us a one-time donation. And for that Lee, I am, I'm going to confer upon you the, uh, the magic powers associated with being a teacher. So nice. Congratulations. Teacher Lee, thank you very much. <laughs> Teacher, uh, being
1: an office of the ironic priesthood,
0: of the moronic mm. priesthood. <laughs> so please and, enjoy your magic powers now. Uh, Mormon powers are the best powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank, do you have anybody we need to thank? We do. We have a new patron over
1: on Patreon. Uh, we have a new deacon by the name of LUG. So <laughs> LUG, LUG, I love it. Thank you so much. If you'd like to join these. Find people for and, and support the show. Uh, you can do so by going on over to our website, thank God I'm atheist.com and clicking on the support tab. And there's some options there.
0: Better do it. You better do it. <laughs> better do it. Uh, <laughs> Don't just listen
1: to this thing. And I'll, as always, Dan, we have our top donor to thank our Lord and Savior, Austin. <laughs> Woo! Thanks, everyone. Stick around. There's more show coming up.
0: All right, Frank. Damn. Uh everybody brace yourselves. Cuz the cuz the start of this conversation is uh is rough. Mm-hmm. Um we there there's a story that came out this week about Pastor John B Lowe uh, of New Life Christian Church in Warsaw, Indiana, who very bravely, God bless him, got up in front of his uh his congregation to confess To the sin of adultery. Oh boy. And to say that he was going to step down and he was going to allow the church to do whatever investigation it needed to do and blah, 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 blah.
1: So, okay. So this was already going to come out anyway.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It seemed like it was, it was, he didn't
1: like just decide, right? Yeah. He was already facing consequences. I think that's a safe assumption. I think that's pretty
0: safe assumption too. Um, However, The story, unlike uh, so many of these stories, this story did not end there. Hmm. Uh, This story went on because, now, if you were watching the church's feed, online feed, if you were watching from your home, this is where the feed would cut out and stop. (laughs) But fortunately, someone in the church was recording on their phone and decided to publish the recording. Hmm. So the thing that happened next was a woman and her husband walked up to the front of the church, took the microphone, and said, and basically, what's amazing, so the, uh, the, the, the husband grabbed the microphone and said, if you love us, listen to us, something like that. Oh, wow. And then gave it to his wife, who then proceeded to say, I'm the person uh, that oh. this pastor was having sex with, and it wasn't an affair I was. It started when I was sixteen. Oh God! And it was ongoing for a long time. Yeah. Oh. God. And she called him out, looking right into his eyes. He he was sitting in the congregation, mm. and she just like it's the bravest thing I've ever seen. Wow! This woman got up there and and just and just said, you know, she she said, you are not the victim here because let me tell you something. Wow. Yeah. This guy got up there and acted like the victim. Yeah. And of course the, he did. And the crowd applauded him oh, god you know for for his bravery
2: <laughs> uh. uh
0: but but yeah then she got up there and said this he got back up on stage after she after she left and she was she was powerful man she she said quote you did things to my teenage body that had never and should never have been done oh wow she and you know she direct she addressed I think his son was say was yelling some stuff at her oh. and she said, you know, if I had gone to counseling, your dad would be in jail. Holy it was a, shit. But you know, this is one of those things. She was a victim of this practice of silencing victims yeah. of making them feel like it's their fault of, uh, you know, of, of this gaslighting thing that so many religious leaders do yeah. in basically every religion. Uh and, It it took her brother coming up to her and just saying that you know he was bothered a bunch of years ago by having seen his his pastor in bed with his younger sister. Jesus, wow! It was just, uh, and that was what shook her enough that she was that she was ready to actually come out with her story. Wow! It it was an astounding thing to see. Wow! And then, of course. Uh, you don't want to keep watching because a whole bunch of the congregation then rallied around the pastor and prayed over the pastor. Wow. Um, so fucked. And the, you, the said, some,
1: news you the, said something really, I think, important, though, um, earlier that I don't I don't I just kind of need a question real quick. Um, you said the official video from the church cuts out before she gets up. So the, yeah, the, it cuts out at some point. I'm not exactly okay. sure at what point it
0: cuts out. So, but but, uh, but the,
1: the church was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't we don't want to see her. Yeah, get up
0: there. Oh, this is gonna get ugly. Yeah, we better uh, we better cut this off. Jesus Christ! Because that's what the church does. That's what they do. Uh-huh. They don't they. You know, he's gonna get up and admit to something because he's he knows he's about to be fired or whatever, right. or or disciplined. Mm-hmm. So he gets up and he admits to adultery. So it, well guess yeah. what motherfucker you're a rapist. Yeah. Yep. You're not an adulterer. She was underage. That's statutory rape. You are a rapist. You are an abuser. Yeah. This wasn't, you know, she if she's not of legal age to consent, that's you you it's not a consenting relationship. Yeah.
1: And it was like a probably what about a 20 year
0: age gap, right? At least, yeah. Because, yeah. Wow. Uh, so uh, the good news is that uh, because this came to light in such a public way, the, uh, the county prosecuting, uh, prosecutor's office uh, confirmed that there's a, an investigation into the matter. Yeah. All right. I don't know if it's passed uh, any statute of limitations, but, yeah. uh, but there you go. Huh. But, uh, the, you know, the more important thing to me is not this one asshole... And his and and, and this uh, victim, it is that this is something that happens all over the world, all the time, yeah. and uh, and there is a power structure in place and a uh, and a, and systemic structures in place that make this that that favor the you know the the perpetrator mm-hmm. over the victim, yeah. and. I did, you know it's almost it, it's like the psych, the psychology involved is so potent and so powerful that these victims walk away thinking that they did something wrong. Yeah. Certain that they have hurt their church, that they have hurt other people in in being victimized in this yeah. way. Well, uh, yeah.
1: It's great of her brother, her her husband and like Yeah being clear-eyed enough to know that you know that she was the victim,
0: you know. Yeah. Um to hold her hand mm-hmm. as she as she, <sighs> you know, and to encourage Yeah. rather than being part of this negative system yeah. that says shut up, keep it to yourself. Yeah. We'll deal with it on our own, whatever. To go up and say no, 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 this uh this is not what he's claiming this is. The church is going to try and, you know, brush this under the carpet. Yeah. But this man is a criminal. Yeah. And a and a a, a predator. Yeah. So I you know I think I you know more than anything I just want to salute the people who were victimized mm -hmm. Uh, because I know that plenty of our listeners experienced this kind of victimization. Yeah. And I just think, you know. If you're alive and you're, and you're making your own life now, you're amazing. No kidding. That's, you're, like, you're a hero. And, and I want to make it, And I, you know, I, I, I'm doing it, Frank. I am making it the official position of this podcast that uh, if you were victimized by the church, it's not your fault.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Because uh, fuck them the you know these these people abused the most you know they were given trust in a way that they didn't deserve <laughs> and they yeah. uh and they dishonored that trust so wholly and completely that uh you know, they don't belong in society yeah i mean yeah i mean just
1: to like not that every person who's drawn to being a pastor is a uh a, a, you know going to turn a out to be a, a monster a pedophile but i i just think i always kind of was just like god you got to kind of question like who these people are that they think they're so special that they're going to go lead people in their spiritual lives right yeah like like <laughs> like there's something wrong with these people to begin with right
0: well and the other thing that we need to recall. As we as we watch a video of uh, a whole bunch of congregants closing ranks around a uh, a, an admitted because he did like he went back up and they and people yelled at him and asked him point blank. Did you do it? Mm -hmm. And he's like, I already told you I committed adultery and they're like, but she was 14 and somebody got it wrong and she was 16. Okay. And, And he corrected them. No, she was 16. He admitted to it. Wow. And yet they still prayed over him and closed ranks around him. The point is a person can actually be very useful and very positive in a bunch of people's lives while being simultaneously at the same time being incredibly destructive in other people's lives. And that can be devastating. That's devastating just in and of itself. Yeah. To know that, that, that a person that hurt you deeply was actually this positive force in so many other people's lives. That's its own brand of mindfuckery. Yeah. And, and you know, if you were the victim of this kind of thing, I pray that you got the help that you needed. If you haven't yet, therapy is available. Yeah. It's out there. Yeah. Uh, the secular therapy project exists to help you find a good therapist. Yeah. I just think, I just think it's amazing. I think it's, it is literally a structure like religion is a structure that may not be designed to victimize people, but the design makes it so easy. So, yeah, I, I, I I don't, I I think just, I, yeah, I was having a conversation with some friends just last night Uh, one of whom is is a philosophy professor i was just talking about this concept that uh religion if there's religion there's going to be abuse of power and there's going to be uh, abuse of humans and uh and my friend said well isn't that just power period and and i don't think it is i think yes power breeds abuse Mm -hmm. quite often but there's a special element to religion there's a trust there's a vulnerability there's a the, vulnerability yeah. that is unique to religion mm-hmm. and makes the people who abuse their position uh that
1: much worse yeah i absolutely agree it, with that and uh, yeah there i think there's power i mean obviously can lead to any kind of you know abuse as well i mean you see yeah. political figures who uh, use their position uh, to influence folks into sexual relationships and whatnot. Yeah, moneyed people. Um, yeah, it's it, it there is obviously power in and of itself is seductive to a lot of people, but it also and a corrupter and, a corrupter, and it also makes it feel like victims are what they're up against is this powerful person, right? right um and possibly entity that would be protecting that person as well but yeah you're right the the this people who are tapped into your like that's uh that that gives them a special access that's different
0: well and they're the people that you are specifically told Mm -hmm. are god's mouthpiece yeah are you know, the good ones in society, they're the ones that you're supposed to go to when you're in trouble. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah. And so when they're, when they are the ones causing the trouble, who do you go to? Right. Well, yeah. And there's,
1: yeah, you're totally right there. They have, there's this sense that they were called to this, right? Yeah. That God spoke to them and called them to be a pastor or in the, in other traditions that they were picked out of the, the crowd of people. Right. Um, like in Mormonism, um to be the leader and yeah that's hard to that's hard to go up against that's hard to get your head around that's first of all you have to start questioning you know in a lot of ways you have to
0: start questioning your god right yeah you have to question everything her entire worldview yeah it's either you either question your entire worldview or you question you yeah And that's different than a charming politician or a
1: boss or whoever else might abuse their power. So,
0: well, look, uh, here's what I want to say. I did want to reiterate that if you were the victim of, uh, of this structure, of these structures, of, of the people who abuse their power in this way, I just want to say just surviving it. Hmm makes you a hero in my book hmm. you don't have to be fixed yet, you don't have to be healthy yet hmm. you can be working on that, but just making it through and doing your best yeah i that you're you're a hero in my book as far as I'm concerned yeah yeah that's because this none of this is there there's there's a it's decidedly not your fault and b it's none of it's easy. There's nothing easy about it. Yeah. Get out there and find the help you need yeah. uh and uh, and and God bless you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, all right then, Dan. I think that's the show. There you go. Uh listen, if you would like to uh chime in on this conversation, please feel free to do so podcast at thankgodimatheist.com
1: or call and leave us a voicemail message. We'd love to hear from you. The telephone number is 424 424- Six 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 eight four four two.
0: yeah go to the Facebook page facebook.com slash TGI Atheist and click the like button
1: and if you'd like to join one of our members only lounges you can do so go to thankgodimatheist.com slash members only and there's some options there
0: yeah hey thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their beautiful music and thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music And thanks to all of you, dear friends, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.